What's up, my podcast speakers? This is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and I'm excited to bring to you a brand new episode. And I'm looking like shit today because I just worked out, literally just like woke up, got to the gym, and super sweaty, super stinky. But you know, that's what you got to do. You got to grind, hustle, and do your thing. Um, we haven't done a presentation styled episode in a while and I'm really excited for today's episode because we're going to touch on that whole topic of Olympic weightlifting again. Um, I probably recorded the first episode maybe five months ago and I kind of went over the basics of um, what the general population needs to have in order to do Olympic lifts. So let's just start off by saying that um, I do not do any Olympic lifts with any of my clients at all. In my entire career, again, training um, general population people, um, that don't have an athletic background who just want to move and feel better. Um, none of them in my entire career, I've had maybe three people and they've all had prerequisites to do so an interest in learning, or they previously did Olympic lifts in college and they wanted to incorporate them again in their workout. So I was like, yeah, why not? Let's do that. Right. So I wanted to kind of prove a point because I see this in the public gym all the time. People just assume that every exercise is okay to do. And I think a lot of times people need to understand that we have our limits. You know what I mean? Like I always use the analogy of basketball because I don't know, it always comes to my mind. But, you know, say I want to start playing basketball. Would it make sense for me to start, you know, practicing three-pointers compared to learning how to dribble first? You know, like stuff like that. It makes sense to us. Like you've, say you never touched a basketball in your life and you go on the court with a brand new ball. What are you going to do first? most of us are going to be like, well, I'm going to start dribbling the ball and see how that feels. And I'm going to get used to it. Not go, I'm going to go to the three point line and start throwing the ball in hopes that it's going to go into the net. Probably not the best, you know, approach, but for some reason in this fitness industry, anytime that someone decides to start exercising, they, just assume that every single exercise is safe to do and it's for them and the harder, the better. And I can't think of a better example than Olympic weightlifting exercises. So we have our clean, we have our snatch and we have our split jerk and all those kind of in-between exercises that build up to it. Like the barbell front squat, uh, barbell back squat, the barbell deadlift, and anything else you can think of that helps to um, build up to um, the Olympic lift. So there's a lot of issues that we're going to cover today. But the first thing that I want to do is actually go and um, do a screen share to show you 
one of the best in the world um, when it comes to Olympic weightlifting because you'll see firsthand um, how incredibly technical Olympic lifts are. Like, I don't even do Olympic lifts because I'm not good at them. Sure, if I practiced like every single day, I could probably do okay. But it just doesn't appeal to me. And then it kind of comes down to goals. You know, like that's another like topic to kind of get into is like, what is your goal when exercising? What are you trying to accomplish? And I think general population people right now are, I want to move and feel better and I want to lose weight at the same time. Those two things do not fall in the same category as Olympic weightlifting. If you want to do Olympic weightlifting, your goal is to get better at Olympic weightlifting. Sure, these guys in the Olympics that do Olympic lifting look amazing, but it's also the amount of hours they spend in the gym, the amount of food that they eat that's clean, the amount of sleep they get, the amount of recovery they get, that all has aesthetic um, like byproducts, right? If you're a general population person that decides to Olympic lift twice a week, you're not going to move and feel better and not lose weight with those kind of things. So let's look at some of the best in the world. I'm going to share my screen, and I always freaking forget how to do this thing. Uh, okay, I think I did it. So we're going to full screen this bad boy right here. I'm going to try to also, come on, get me bigger here. All right. China has probably one of the best Olympic lifters in the world. And I remember, and again, like people don't know this about me, but I'm actually a performance Olympic um, coach where I can actually coach Olympic uh, lifts. And I remember I took that certification maybe like seven years ago. And my instructor was the um, lead strength and conditioning uh, performance coach for the American Olympic team out of Boise State. So this guy knew his stuff. And the first thing he said is that when you look at a international level of the Olympics, when it comes to Olympic weightlifting, um, America has the worst form in the world. The worst form. And he was saying that over the decades of the Olympics, how it kind of came about was that in the West, their kind of um, approach to Olympic weightlifting is let's just slap on more weight and hope for the best. If you make it, if you catch the lift, awesome. If you don't, well, fuck, you need to train harder, you know? Whereas China, they went the opposite direction. They focused on technique over and over and over. They have a ethos of you earn your weight to lift. So as young as like 10 years old, they have these kids um, practicing the lifts with a dowel. So then their form is impeccable. It is perfect. So then when you load that, It just floats, right? So that's another thing too is when you look at the fitness industry here in North America, 
we don't take that approach to training. We don't put an emphasis on form because people want to sweat and move and that's what they think is going to help them lose weight. But you and I both know, because I've talked about this so many times, is when you sacrifice form for more movement, there will come a time where your body's going to be like, I can't take this anymore, and I'm going to make you stop by hurting your knee, your shoulder, your neck, your lower back, or whatever joint that your body decides to tell you to slow down. And what does that do? You end up taking time off the gym, then you go back to the gym and you want to take it easy because of your injury and you don't burn as much calories as before. You end up gaining more weight and then you're in this vicious cycle and then you tell yourself, oh, I just need to train harder like before. And then you go again into that spell of like increased volume and intensity and I've injured myself and I'm going to drop back down, take time off and then I go back. Like that's not going to get you anywhere. And Olympic weight, uh, like Olympic weightlifting kind of falls in this category of because it's so difficult, that means I must be burning more calories and all that other shit. Um, I'm rambling, so let's get into this video. So let's see how this guy does. This is a snatch, one of the most difficult exercises ever. So this is like a three-minute video already in slow-mo, and it points out too, like this is a like awesome video, and I was so happy I found it. Um, and it points out all of the things that he, this guy is doing. So number one, <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> say it right here: most people can't even deadlift off the floor. In this case, he's in a snatch grip deadlift, meaning rather than having my hands right beside my legs to deadlift in conventional stance, my arms are wide in a uh, snatch position, meaning I have to have a lot of mobility, a lot of stability to get down there. Like, look at how flat this guy's back is in such a deep deadlift position. There's nobody, like, I don't even think I can do that. Maybe I could with, like, 10-pound plates on each side. But I will hands down bet my life that every single person watching and listening that's a general population person there's no chance and like look how perfect that is like damn there's no way that any like steve the account is going to get into this position without having some sort of compensation let's just start there all right let's continue i feel like i'm going to be stopping this video a lot he's setting up creating tension now he's driving look at that Fucking crazy. Yep, he's going, he's going. Look at his back angle. Nothing has like, I'm assuming this is going to be like 300 pounds. Like something ridiculous like that. He's already off the ground. And nothing here in his spine has faltered. Because most of the time when you lift heavy, you'll see the shoulders kind of drop forward, and usually this point will kind of go in a round position. This guy is tense as fuck, and he's holding on to dear life, and he's doing an amazing job. Let's continue, shall we? And he's driving. Still no, like, point 
where it looks like he's struggling. Still freaking awesome. Still freaking awesome. Look at this form. Holy shit. Damn. Still nothing. I was going to transition from the hip to the knee. Well, knee to the hip. Like, look how close this barbell. That's the other thing, too, is that most amateur people who try to deadlift, they end up having the bar angle, like where this bar is, too far forward, and they end up using their lumbar spine. This guy is so tight. He's engaging his lats to engage um, into the bar and keep it as close as possible because when you look at the physics of like any barbell exercise, the closer this is to the center of your mass, the easier it's going to be to lift. A big mistake a lot of Olympic, like amateur Olympic weightlifters is the bar ends up being too far forward and you have to like dive underneath it to um, basically rescue the lift. All right, let's see. Driving up. Look at that. It's going to thrust those hips, get into triple extension. God, this guy is so fucking good at what he does. Yep. Yep. Now he's going into extension. Look at this. Okay, let's just talk about this position here. In order to get this barbell with this huge amount of weight up in the fucking air, you need glutes that salute. <laughs> Fuck, that was a terrible joke. Um, you need high-functioning glutes in order to generate enough force for this barbell to literally fling up. So this guy is going into as much extension as possible, and he's not using low back. He's using glutes. So imagine a general population person that sits on their ass all day that has no idea how to turn their glutes on and is trying to get into this position and at the same time drop underneath the bar. It's not going to look pretty. So let's continue watching. Now this bar is going to be traveling up. Look at this guy go. Now he's going to drop down to get underneath the bar. Look at this. Holy shit. Look how fat. Look, that's the other thing. That barbell looks like it's like just suspended in air. So imagine, again, this isn't slow-mo. Imagine how fast this guy goes underneath that. So taking an average person, that when they do step-ups onto a bench or a box, they have no idea what how to lift their opposite arm with their opposite leg. And then you're going to take the same person and be like, we're doing snatches today, so you're just going to do this thing. Do you really think they have, like, the motor control of their body to get underneath the barbell that quickly? Fuck No. And catches it. Barbell comes down, stabilizes. Now, let's talk about this position here. How many general population people can get into that squat position? No. <laughs> no. Unless you were blessed with, like, really deep hip sockets from your ancestors, 
there's no chance in hell that you're going to be able to get into that position. So what usually happens is general population people who try to do snatches or cleans or whatever you want to talk about when it comes to um, Olympic lifting is they're going to get into just like a parallel squat. So already you're at a disadvantage. And then on top of that, you're going to get all this compressional force going down through your spine. And it's not going to feel good. So one, look at this guy. Enough ankle dorsiflexion, a shit ton of knee flexion. Look at this hip angle and the amount of hip flexion, external rotation this guy has to have. And look how straight his spine is. Like, fuck. And on top of that, overhead shoulder mobility, being able to squeeze the crap out of it. Like, this is such an advanced exercise. And I just don't understand why general population people want to train this way. You have no business being here. And on top of this, now this guy has to fucking squat up with all this weight in an overhead position. Like, maybe your argument's going to be like, well, you know, I'm not going to do snatches. I'm just going to do cleans. Like, do you really want to go down this fucking rabbit hole that we're in right now? Because we will. <laughs> uh, okay. Um... Let's let's go look for a clean. There we go. Let's see how this goes. All right, so similar position like the other one, but we got the clean. So he's coming up, driving those hips forward. Pop that guy up. Check out that speed underneath. And let's stop it there. All right. Steve the account. Zoom calls every day. Typing on his laptop. Really think you have enough wrist mobility to do that? You really think your wrists have the integrity for a barbell to fall into this position? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Let me tell you what happens when you don't have the prerequisites. This barbell comes down. Because you don't have the integrity in those wrists, something else is going to take all that compressive force. It's basically your little mid-back there. That's why a lot of average CrossFitters that go there for weight loss will get pain in their TL junction. Like, I don't know how much more i need to um you know beat the dead horse over and over again about this but really think about what you're trying to achieve you know like it goes back to what we were just talking about goals if your goal is to move better feel better and lose weight at the same time olympic weightlifting's not your not your tool right it's literally like you need a hammer to push down a nail but you decide to grab a fucking screwdriver and try to do it 
you probably would get there, but it would take a really fucking long time, right? You're literally just pushing yourself back. And I know like when you read about what's the best like strength building fat loss exercise out there and Olympic lifting gets there because it's a full body movement. But you know what else is a full body movement? Doing a dumbbell squat to overhead press if you can press overhead. Safer, you just need dumbbells and you don't have the chance of a barbell coming crashing down on you, right? Like it's a win-win. People need to get out of this habit of like, if I can't do an exercise that's nearly killing me, then it's not going to get me to my goal. And I've been doing this podcast for five years and I'm pretty sure that the people listening that are going to the gym, you're still falling into that habit. Remember, less is more. If you go down the whole rabbit hole of like how our body heals and rebuilds and how you gain more um, muscle mass, in order to build more muscle and burn fat, you need to just do just enough damage to the tissue and then be able to repair it. If you're constantly shit-kicking yourself every single workout, you're not going to get that far. You won't be able to recover, right? Imagine that you are a elite athlete. If you were sore all the fucking time and you can't compete in your sport, you won't do too well. So I look at general population. Your sport is everyday life. If your legs are too sore to go bend down and pick up your kid, you're not going to succeed. So that's why you need to pay attention to the exercises you're doing and the volume that you're doing. If you're just going into the gym, just hoping for the best, that's like you throwing a grenade in a freaking lake and hoping that you hit a fish to eat dinner. You know, you might get something, you might not, or you just make a big splash and now you look like an idiot, you know? So I'm going to end it there. I think uh, I kind of made my point with some visual cues, but I want you guys to think about the exercises that you're doing, the program that you're following. Is it actually taking you to your goal? Do a full audit of all the exercises that you have in your program and ask yourself, why am I doing this? And is it taking this, is this exercise taking me to my goal? If the answer is no on both, well, on one, because the other one is the why, then take it out replace it with something else. You know, I post a lot of videos of exercises that have huge benefits that you should be doing. Use them, you know? That's why I put out so much content is to help as many people as possible. If you have a question, like, feel free. Um, so I'm gonna end it there. Hopefully you enjoyed this uh, episode. Hit the show notes, add me on Facebook, add me on Instagram, subscribe to my YouTube channel because I've been posting a lot of videos, so make sure you don't miss out. Um, I'm going to be announcing a big project that's going to be coming out next year, but I'm going to give a little preview to you guys. And I am so excited. No, it's not another book. It's completely different. I'm so psyched. I'm like so excited to release this into the world. So hang tight. I'm going to announce it pretty soon. Uh, That's it for me until next time you guys.